If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Today's episode is brought to you by The American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, The American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The Black Fat Femme Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Dr. John Paul, LLC. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Black Fat Femme Podcast, where all the intersections of identity are celebrated. I am one of your hosts, John, also known as Dr. John Paul. And I say that everyone should be thinking about striking so we can go back to having the peace that we had at the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> like, do you remember how nice it was? Like, I know that the pandemic was a scary time for everybody, but it was just so nice at the beginning. You know, people... Yes. Although niggas was fighting over toilet paper, it just <laughs> trash, really felt trash calm. People. Like it felt calm. There was no traffic. Food delivery services got your food orders right. It just it, everything <laughs> felt right. So I say everybody needs to be thinking about striking so we could go back to that. But before we, before I, I'm gonna say this real quick before we jump into like the show, the show. I do have a bone to pick about food orders, <laughs> food ordering <laughs> services. We gonna get there. But anyway, <laughs> how are you wait. this week, boo? Oh my god, you kill me every week. You just slay me with everything. <laughs> Always the opening. I too. So first, fam, it is Jordan, aka Joho, or Podcast Barbie. Hi, Barbie. And I, John, I feel you so much because I really miss lockdown days too. It was so chill. Like the roads, like the roads, like the roads weren't the roads weren't just calm. They were like paved. I was like, oh, yes. I was like, this is what happens yes. when when people have time to pave the roads. Like the roads <laughs> paved. They's nice. I was not hitting no but potholes no more. Like Look. it just felt so good. I was, yeah. I, would, I, I would love driving the coast. I didn't see nobody, and I really love. Them and people were naturally passing on the street, but most importantly, everyone stayed the hell away from me, and that was T- what I loved. T- That's what I loved. Mm-hmm. I would walk down the street and someone would walk the other way, and I was like, Oh, oh this is nice. What this a moment! Is so nice. <laughs> like, I, and now, I, 
<laughs> and now we are back to the root of how awful the world is. Now what, what a just bump, just bump into my hand and, and look at me like like I'm the one that, that I'm the problem. I'm like, bitch, right. you bumped into me. I was like, my business. Uh, what a moment you know, that is least I don't pleasing but, to me. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, I am doing, uh, I am doing, how am I doing? How am I doing? How are you, you know, John? I will just say it's been humid as hell in these streets. Yeah. Like, I really... I I know like what where's that clip of that where's that clip of that girl who like she's sitting by her AC I just saw recently and she it's, it's like I think it was a like years ago and she was like when I asked God to bring me the warmth I did not mean bring hell to earth I died you know like she said I I have my AC on full blast on the coldest thing it could be at sixty four degrees and I'm still hot and that is literally yeah. how I feel how is it so humid I. Tell me why. Yesterday it was like sunny all morning. That one, that one p.m. clouds are raining. I was like, oh. they sure did. Yep, no, they sure no, did. Not the, humid, not, not the humid rain. Not the. I walked humid out rain. to my Amazon box today, and I was outside for less than two minutes, and I said, "It is hot as fuck out here." <laughs> I literally ran to my box, grabbed my stuff, and darted right back into my apartment. Ain't no way. Ain't no <laughs> I went way. To a bar last night, a little outdoor bar. Just stood there within Mm-mm. minutes. I was melting. Mm-mm. I literally, I was like, girl, I was like, girl, how, how drunk are you? I was like, I haven't had one drink, bitch. I'm just hot. Hot, like, yes. <laughs> it's not the alcohol. It is the humidity. Not in my it, hair. Yeah. I don't it's just, my hair. My too hair was much. not cute last night. Oof. Well, speaking of heat, we have a really yes. awesome guest who is going to be bringing it to y'all this week. Yes. Um, I'll say honestly, our next guest really don't need no introduction, but I'm going to give you one anyway. Um, I'm going to give them one because when I say that they are that girl, I mean it with every single like, that sense girl. of that. Yes, they it's are that, that girl. They're that girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. So I I, uh, I remember texting our guest and I let them know. Obviously, you know what's going to be sharp, but I'm going to go ahead and go with the spill. I remember one time I was outside and I heard them watching something Shar was on and I turned around and I said, now I know I ain't who I think it is right like i knew it was char's voice and i said oh my god they're watching something with char and so i texted real quick it was like girl somebody over here at the uh where was i think it was at the car wash i was like oh somebody at the car wash is watching you girl um and so with that being said this woman is an award-winning journalist media personality and writer she focuses on arts entertainment reporting you name it intersections of gender politics race pop culture char has been featured everywhere including bt essence you name it um i have always said char is a big part of the reason why i'm still in this game um because our little talks and the little moments where she gets me together and tells me to keep it go keep you know keep going keep pressing is what truly keeps me going and so with that being said i'm so happy that you're here today how are you char (laughs) I've been cracking up at you all since this show started. <laughs> I'm doing listen. I'm doing great. Literally. I'm doing yeah. great. I have notes. So Joho, who you're talking about with that viral video, that's Chrissy Chula, an icon. Okay. She was hot. Okay. Uh, I do not miss lockdown, but we can talk about that later. <laughs> and <Gather us. laughs> I just got back from Texas where, mm-hmm. and I've spent time in Texas for all four seasons, but this was by far the hottest um, mm. That the thermostat had gotten since I had ever been there. Like it was Oof. a heat that just felt like a, a a constant blow dryer that I could almost yeah. compare to Vegas, but it wasn't Vegas. It was Texas heat. Mm. That's the best way yeah. that I could say it. It's Texas heat, mm. and I'm just I like, woo, we are in for 
we are in for the ride of our lives with this climate change. That's all I kept thinking about. <laughs> it, it, it only begins here. It only yeah, begins yes. Really? Yes. It really does. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So for this week's Still Here, as we do, we kick it every week with our Oh, to Tisha Campbell, give her her flowers because she is still here. We're going to kick our fresh show like we usually do by asking the queen of media. Ms. Shar, what is the best piece of media that you have seen this year? And how did it make you think differently? It can be anything, really. And I'll just preface with, in this moment, I have nothing, I have nothing to offer, y'all. I've been out the media game this year. I have been, I have been just within the confines of my house. So I, I would just love to just pass, just pass the two of you in here. Okay. What's the best piece of media? So much how did it make you think differently? Queen of media. <laughs> so much pressure. Um, I'm really reflecting on, I really have not encountered anything like what I would consider earth shattering um, this mm. year so far. <laughs> it's been much like yourself, Joho. I've been, you know, given what I do professionally, it's been a very different year for me. This has been a year unlike any other. And mm. as a result of that, I have not been as plugged in. I mean, I guess I could go with the predictable answer of like an Abbott Elementary um, but there has not been anything that has really spoken to me um, mm. in a way in which I've been rattled and I feel the need to run out to the streets mm. and tell everyone that they must watch, you know, said show. And you know what's going to piss me off is when this airs, I'm going to be thinking of something that I'm going to be like, I'm like, <laughs> sure. yeah. That piece mm -hmm. of media, but right now, top of mind, um, nothing really, really comes to mind. And I've enjoyed, you know, various things. I still, you know, make my my talk show circuit and things like that. But I'm also be, have become a creature of comfort TV. And for me, that yeah. means revisiting some classics. Um, sometimes new Ooh. TV can... You know, I mean, I guess because you brought up Tisha Campbell, I have been enjoying her new show. If you want a mindless little like sitcom to play in the background, she has a new show out. The one on, on Bounce, right? Yes, on Bounce with Yvette Nicole yeah. Brown and Kim Whitley. Mm -hmm. And Ooh. I love I love that show. It's just, it's cute. You know, it's cute. So that's that's mm -hmm. what's coming to mind as I'm talking and fleshing this out. Ooh, love. Yeah. Okay, yes. Mm. Mm. Okay. John, how about you? It's funny because I actually just saw a promo. I guess it was Kim Whitley's birthday this past weekend and they were all wishing mm -hmm. her and there was a whole bunch of clips from that show. And I was like, I actually really need to get into that show. So I think I'm going to go ahead and pull that up when I'm on. Um, it's easy I breezy viewing. Play. It's yeah, easy yeah, breezy yeah. viewing. And I like all of them. I like all yeah. of them. Um, for me, you know, I, I love this question because I, as th when you talk about this year being really different, I've been getting hit a lot to cover a lot of the stuff relating to like black queer content for a lot of different sites. And so I have been more plugged in than I really think I, I have been in the last two or three years. Um, and so I got tapped to, to cover Outfest and I, I don't want to make this totally about Outfest, but what I will say is that I did get a chance. I know you had asked me this, Char, too. You were like, oh, you were there. Actually, no, because I've been sick. I've been staying at home. Um, mm. I had a really bad sinus infection. So I've been watching mm. everything. Um, oh, virtually. Yeah. yeah. I've been doing Honestly, the virtual love side. Love that, though. Love that yeah. more. I'm like, my yeah, I'm like, if I'm sick, why am I going stay home and just, yeah, just why? Stay home watch all the mm -hmm. Yeah, stay home. So I stayed home. Um, and I got a chance to view a couple of films that were really good. And, and, and like I said, I will share with everyone the link to all of the different films but specifically i wanted to shout out d smith for Co uh for kokomo city mm -hmm. and i think for me the reason why i really enjoyed that and the reason why i felt the need to kind of put that this here um i am going to be interviewing her by the time you hear this it'll be last week that 
I got a chance to interview her, but I'm interviewing her tomorrow. Um, and really just talking about this, this for me, the, the need to for men, specifically cis men, to be more vocal about the love that they have for trans women. Um, mm -hmm. That, for me, in the film really stood out. So I love that piece of the doc. Um, and it really just made me think deeply about my own non-binariness and the idea of womanhood and the ways that we're taught to hate women. Um, but there was just a lot, of, a lot of power behind that film for me. I'll also say that I believe the film, I don't know if you saw it, uh, Shar, but Big Boy spoke really deeply to me um, because specifically growing up, I had a crush on my friends, uh, or actually my cousin's friend um and i knew he was straight but it was just one of those things of like when you're young you really are attracted to someone you don't understand what that attraction is i felt like that film captured it so mm. perfectly so just two queer ass films that i thought were i did really, really see good. that 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 was opening night right the film mm -hmm. that you're re referencing okay so i saw yeah. part of that because that okay. day was crazy for me like i ended up coming in in the middle of that film. So I missed the intro and stuff. So I was trying to understand the, 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 the gist of it. And I thought it was so yeah. interesting because I think the director is trans because I got trans undertones from that film. I did not get, oh, wow. you know, gay cis undertones from that film, despite their, oh, wow. their being acted out by two gay cis uh, actors to my knowledge. Yeah. I was like, That's this cool. feels very, very trans <laughs> for a number <laughs> of reasons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and being non-binary, I mean, I don't know about the full trans experience and I don't want to speak to that, but I will say yeah. now that you mention it and now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, that scene makes a lot of sense. Um, and so uh -huh. with that being said, yeah, it's another film that I really do, I hope gets picked up. But um, I say all this to say, you know, I'm going to save more and I'll talk about it more in my yes ma'ams, but I think that, um, I'm just really excited to see that there's more content that's not just celebrating the queer experience, but it's not the proverbial uh, individual who is, you know, who looks a certain way or vibes a certain way. Their story. I feel like everyone's getting their story celebrated around this time in media. Mm. It's just been really fun to watch. So, um, mm. yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, one of our most important parts of keeping our media live is advertisements or advertisements. <laughs> So we are going to take a black fat break. And when we get back, we will talk cash shit with our girl, Charge Offell, more in a second. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more 
and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. All right. So this week, um, I can't think of it. So I'm going to go off script for a second. We do this all the time around here. Um, (laughs) It's funny because I wrote this script (laughs) before all of the shit happened with that lady. And so it's, it's interesting that you're coming on to the show literally hours after all of this shit has has like popped off so i'm 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 i feel like i, I want to say this i don't know joe Ho, you, your face is a big question mark so basically i i really don't i'm just gonna say her name because i really don't i don't want to say it but i'm gonna say it anyway just miss giggles okay yes. <laughs> miss giggles i was like miss, <laughs> miss chuckles the clown okay cool, okay i'm glad we're on the same page because she was she was gonna be she was gonna be my no man bam but we, let's let's do it here yes 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 okay miss chuckles the clown i <laughs> If Thank y'all saw me, I literally almost <laughs> fell out my seat. Y'all are foolish, both of you. I see your face, Char, and I hate you for that, Joho. But yes, Chuckles the Clown put out a statement this week. And we were we were gonna get into talking about like how do you navigate your platform and how do we talk about things. But I just want to let this conversation go because I feel like regardless of how we navigate this conversation, someone's gonna get something out of it. So I, I'm going to ask you the question, and if you want to go there in talking about Chuckles the Clown, you can. So mm-hmm. with that being said, the the first question I have, you know, and I remember we've talked about this before in other facets, right, both in person and, and, and both online. Um, I, I think for me is I wanted to kind of know how you balance, and even specifically in this moment, right, when someone says or does something foolish like this, mm-hmm. how do you balance navigating your personal feelings with things that might be considered how do you say things responsibly (laughs) when you probably are very upset about something someone like her might might say so i think that it you know with great power comes great responsibility right Mm -hmm. i think that it is a a privilege i don't want to take away from the fact that i acknowledge in every step that it is a privilege to hold a microphone it is a privilege to offer your opinion it is a privilege to have platforms and so i think that being responsible with your words is mm-hmm. is should be a top tier priority, right? Amen. Or if not, you Amen. know, you deal with the reckoning, you deal with what comes with, with that. Now, with that right. being said, you know, I often always refer to Whoopi Goldberg, uh, as she stated many times on The View, when you do have these platforms and microphones and cameras in front of you, occasionally we all step in shit. Now, I'm not saying mm-hmm. that what, what, what uh, Miss Chuckles did was a mistake <laughs> because you know this this girl this woman has has quadrupled down at this point so it's not yeah. even a, a misstep mm-hmm. or like she has entered people's dms there's name calling yeah. and yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things like for me um you know i used to do a podcast a weekly podcast that went on for about 5 or 6 years and mm-hmm. 
offering my opinion on that. I used to have more fire for offering my opinion. And that's not to say that I don't still offer cultural critique, but sometimes, and I'm sure you can relate to this. You will, both of you can relate to this. Sometimes it feels like you're yelling into the void right now in this nation, everything feels incredibly tribal, right? So I can sometimes go back and forth in my head like, well, is it even worth it? If this person, I'm not about to plead and beg my humanity. I'm not about to prove my womanhood. Mm -hmm. I'm not about to tap dance for you. When you already have your mind made up about me and you you not validating me or validating me or what have you will not make or break my day, which I also acknowledge is a privilege, but it's been a very, it's been a spiritual walk for me within my own journey through my own womanhood. And so Mm. it's been one of those things where sometimes I question if it is even worth it because there are other things. I hate to be this person, but there are other things to, to worry about. And I've seen some great TikToks where it's just like, look, Kim, people are dying. Okay. This isn't on on either of our side. And right. you know, we will share. We have differing experiences, but we also have experiences that we share. Um, mm-hmm. I also think that when these videos get stitched together or these talking points, context is necessary. Before yeah. I react, mm-hmm. I need to see that person's whole broadcast. Because I don't know mm-hmm. what they were saying. You know, I don't know what might have set someone off. But I also know that, you know, media literacy is, is at an all-time low in this country. So Baby. does context even Everybody's matter? Everybody's a journalist without a degree. Every, oh, please spare me. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to that... I really, really pick and choose. I know that I was moved uh, back in March during Women's History Month to continuously highlight, and I pitched to Essence and and they weren't interested in it. So I kind of like gave a truncated version on my socials, but I was so fired up about highlighting you know, how all of these systems are interlocking. And especially when it comes to, because it was Women's History Month and International Women's Day is, I, I believe, March 8th. I wanted to highlight you know, the bodily autonomy of trans people, how it is in, intrinsically linked to bodily autonomy for for reproductive justice, right? Yeah. And and yeah. we can't, we have to fight for both. And I yeah. thought that that would, would have been something beautiful to platform in a publication, you know, like Essence that caters to Black mm. women across the board. But mm. that, that, That is something, that's an an example that I can think of of something that really got me fired up because I I think I'm able to zoom out and look at the bigger picture and not be so, I guess, bothered by this little stuff. And that's with respect to my sisters that have been on the front lines engaging with this content because everybody has Mm -hmm. their own triggers. So I respect that as well. But when it comes to like, you know, these people who are rage farming or looking for engagement, she knew exactly the reaction she was going to get when she made that video. This is not about fighting on on behalf of cis women. This isn't this notion that trans women are hell bent on replacing cis women and like the, the... Everything lives in theory when it comes to trans people and and a lot of Mm -hmm. cis people. Because if I'm not mistaken, Mm -hmm. trans people are 0.5%. 0.5, not 5%, but 0.5% of the population. So right, a lot of right. people, for whatever reason, you know, love to drum up these hypotheticals mm. and then apply them to, you know, the law or imagine that these are their lived experiences. And so I yeah. feel like that has to be one of the uh, driving forces behind, you know, some of this. And then especially, you know, a lot of people, what you have to also factor in is, 
there is a, a a divinity that comes with being trans, right? Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. yourself. There are so many cis people walking around who do not know themselves. Mm. They have not right. been forced to or tasked with interrogating the truth of who they know and understand themselves to be. So it's That's easy to be threatened. Oof. It's so easy That's to be real. threatened about something when you're something as, what word can I say here? It's easy to be threatened mm. about something as trivial, trivial right, as work. as a period when mm -hmm. that a period period no one's taking away periods are very real, right? Right. right. But periods so are, are the can, cannot be <laughs> gatekept by right. cis women. And I, I'm very careful with my wording here because I want to be clear that I'm not speaking on experiences that I have not lived. I'm not speaking on right, experiences. Right. But I mean, it's like trans men exist. Non-binary people exist who also mm -hmm. have reproductive rights, who also experience periods. So it's like, it's like, was it the messenger that was the issue? Or like, you know, because mm. I don't know. But I say that to say, um, I mm -hmm. feel like I'm rambling and on a tangent. No, 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 no. People, uh, it's very, very real. People, there, <laughs> there's right. so many people walking around with their chest puffed out um, and, and, and being reactionary off of theorized hypotheticals that will never come true and have never even been introduced to the conversation. And that seems to be the driving force with anti-trans rhetoric within the past mm. uh, few years. And I just hate to see it coming from my people. I hate to see it coming from my sisters. I hate to see, yeah. you know, I've, I have some amazing black cis women in my life who I love and who I would go to war for. And I also have amazing trans women in my life who I love and who I would go to war for. And so when these conversations bubble up, it, it can sometimes make me uneasy because I mm. then think about like, even though I know solid women, when they go into the beauty shop or when they gather around the table for Sunday dinner and these conversations come up, it makes me wonder, what not their saying. positioning, but do they have the language mm. to, even, mm -hmm. to yeah. go into war? Mm -hmm. Should they yep. choose to? Mm, yeah. Do they have the language yeah. to battle? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that, that's my thoughts on that. I pick and choose like I believe everyone should. No one should be shouldered mm -hmm. with the responsibility of putting on a cape mm -hmm. and getting out there for anything. And if someone does, I'd question their motive behind it. Yeah. I personally <laughs> would because I don't know if I look at, look at that as serving the people. That might be a yeah. self-serving angle. Mm. So, okay, you know. Well <laughs> That's been our show. Thank you so much for coming. Everybody for coming. Thank you so much for being here. It was a, <laughs> the fastest one we've had as of yet. Wow, points were made, and there's nothing else to be said. Like, I mean, truly, I think uh, for first of all, Shar, I that was thank you. That was just such like you took a question that 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 was that we that we just tossed at you, and you just like sliced it, diced it, flambéed it, sautéed it, <laughs> put it on a beautiful platter, and everything. That's that um, JD. That's that J. I, as a J school okay. degree, mm. as a, I love. I just like like I love your voice. Like I love your voice. Like your I, voice. I just love your voice. Like, I can. I'm like. I'm like. Let like if you <laughs> if you do like the combat meditations, let me know. I will listen to you. But truly, thank I think, you. Well, you know, mm -hmm. What you say is so important, and because I appreciate you framing it as bigger picture. Because it's not saying that something is less important. It's just saying really that like you like I'm most interested in this aspect, not really in this aspect. Yes. And I think that's such an interesting point. And I and I, I also would say, you know, watching watching this, 
moment play out. I mean, you know, Miss Shuckles has engaged in controversy, controversy like this before. You know, just a few, just a few years ago, with uh, with uh, with a uh, Sikh men on planes. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like, I was like, just like thinking you about know, that. Like, the, They've engaged in this type of clownery, and you know, and 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 I think it's a it's a moment of one like I one thing I think about a lot is 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 how you how useful is my like like something to you how useful is my voice in in this moment especially when it's when it's like it's engaging with somebody who like already isn't like the person of liberation that I would want to like follow in the first place you know like 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 this person really has to your to your point like has no has really actually no true effect. Like on 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 my life or the or the lives of many others, this person exists in a very specific scope or sphere of like influence and a very specific sphere of like of like work and like their work is great for them. Like love that journey for them, but like but like the they the she's 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 not she's not the person that I like that I, that I consume content from. So is like then like right. is it worthwhile? You're not for her target the, demo. Exactly. You're not her target yeah. demo. And on top of that. To, to add on to what you're saying, is she even open to other, it doesn't appear that she is. It's an open shut mm-hmm. case and that's not saying it's, give up on people. Exactly. But if you're coming to exactly. me with that energy where I know that I'm just going to be engaging in a war of words where I'm going to be repeatedly gaslit and, and my blood pressure is going to raise, I'm not, right. personally, Char's not going to do it. Char's right. not gonna mm-hmm. do it. Get somebody, Get somebody else. else. To do it. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, and you know, and and like I also, I mean, your point about I really love your point about who in your circle, like you know, the, the the people in, in your circle when they when they when they talk when they discuss themselves, who who has a language, but. Again, it's also something as well that I think about of the, I, the people that in my circle. I I know how the language to like like to go to war, but, and I I I will think about the people who don't. I will mm-hmm. think about the people who who maybe aren't in my circle, who maybe who maybe aren't in my extent sphere of folks that I connect with and you know and and and, and I'm here for. I, I I will be curious about about you know about about what their discussion will be. I will be curious of what to you know what her target demos conversations will be but i also like believe that there will be somebody within that who has a vernacular language you know yeah. i think it's it, yeah it's just it but i have to say i really i really appreciate what you said because it really is just such a great great point in how to and how, how to like navigate conflict in, in, in a public space how to like navigate your reaction in public space like i mm-hmm. my I, I always think i always think about like, like through, a, through like a lens of pr but what really matters most is not like what happened but your reaction to what happened and how you yeah. move through it and so i really yep. really appreciate really really appreciate <laughs> really appreciate you naming that and saying that saying that in so many words i'm going to transition us a little bit because I because one, one thing I really really admire about you is your ability to balance it's 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 really balance your like personality. And I mean that in the sense of you being a writer, a media personality, and a podcaster, which really rely which really lean on different skill sets of storytelling. And so I would love to ask you how do you navigate storytelling in between these types of mediums? Oh gosh, I mean. And, I mean, it's virtually the same thing. The only thing, um, I guess the only difference would be um, I didn't have a lot of time to be a journalist. I did go to J school, as, as Dr. John pointed out. You know, I went to an HBCU. And yes. I didn't even have much time to be a journalist. And I think that that has everything to do with identity politics because people want your opinion. So it's yeah. like, get that whole middle mm-hmm. ground objectivity out of here. What do you as a black person, <laughs> as a woman, as a trans person, what do you think about this? And they so your finger, um, their finger is like right in your brain. Right, what right. do you believe? You're right. like, whoa. 
Wait right. a second. Yeah. So it's uh the storytelling. What I will say is with writing, it inquire it, it requires a lot more of going in depth. Um, I always gather more information than I probably need to if I'm writing a piece. Mm. Um, you can get away. Well, I'm, I'll use I statements. I can get away with a little bit more if I'm speaking because I, I I know how to dance with the language. Um, mm-hmm. But I still the the crown jewel in all of this is knowing what I'm talking about and not being afraid to say. I'm not sure about this. You know, I don't, because, mm. you know, you can ruin your reputation. <laughs> a reputation that you've worked very hard to build can be ruined in one fleeting that, moment yep. because mm-hmm. you, you're you not being responsible with your words. So uh, I have no qualms about saying like, look, I'm in this classroom of life just like everyone else. And I'm going to get back to you maybe next week once I do, do the homework mm. and see, or I'll bring a guest mm-hmm. on so we can engage in conversation. Um, mm. and I can learn more. I don't, I don't mind learning out loud, you know? So the, the, I hope I'm answering your question, but the storytelling is the same, but it differs, but it only differs on a minor level. There's no mm. big to do when I'm switching mediums and telling stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I, I think you, you, you're speaking to something too, that I think is really important. And I think even with this whole situation around chuckles, like I think, it's important because I think everyone feels th- there are certain people and I, I, I don't mean this as a diss. So I, I'll, I'll name them like, you know, you have Angelica who is speaking, who has spoken up and you have T.S. Madison who has spoken up and you have a lot of, you know, my sis, my good sis Dominique has spoken up like we were texting about it. And so like there's all of these 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 black trans women, Hope Giselle, they, they all are coming to the forefront and are basically not necessarily even just educating people, but really trying to just basically say like, girl, you need to take a seat. And I think that there is this impetus that when stuff like this happens or when anything happens to black trans women that there's kind of this pocket of black trans women who should come up and say something about it right and then there Mm -hmm. becomes this whole notion of them being the voice of the people and so one thing that i can say for you that i love and following not just you but also following the trends like you had just said you know you're you're that person that says i i don't need to speak for everybody because i don't know if i have all the right words for everybody Mm -hmm. um but i guess that's one of the questions that i i did want to ask you in having this conversation about quote unquote having a platform you know, what advice would you give to someone who is feeling the pressure to always feel like they have to be the voice of the people, specifically if they're marginalized? Yeah, Um, I'd say do Mm. what feels right to you. I have always led that I'm an entertainment journalist. I've led with that fact. And I've I've held fast to that. I made an executive decision in my early 20s to not do hard news, even though I still do some hard news. But, you know, the internship that I had at the time at this ABC affiliate uh, really gave me a front row seat as to like, I can't do this for the rest of my life, especially, you know, there's a theory in hard news. If it bleeds, it leads. So the Mm -hmm. worst stories you're getting, you know, 50 terrible stories a day, but you can only run the most sensational, the most bloody, the most violent. Those are going to lead the charge in the newscast. Also, some of the things that I experienced. And so I say that to say, because I am all for community, I support those girls. I support Mm. any and everyone who I feel is doing the right thing. But I always go back to this point that was presented to me in the, the, the summer of 2020 when everyone was taken to the streets. I do believe that we all have our lane in this. And mm-hmm. so if you're do some if you're doing something if you're occupying a space in a lane that you have not felt called to 
it's yeah. going to end up revealing itself. So who are you performing and tap dancing for? You lean into what works best for you. And for me, mm. that is that shows up in different ways. Maybe that's me going yeah. live or maybe that's me pitching a story or maybe it's me talking about it with friends so I can decompress because I also do not enjoy being vulnerable with the internet. Mm -hmm. I just don't. I used to be yeah. vulnerable with the internet, but I've seen how it can be weaponized and how it backfires. And there mm. are some just evil, mean-spirited, nasty people out there. So I yep. don't, I just keep it. Yep. If you've noticed as someone who's followed me for a while, Dr. John, my Instagram is purely a work resume. I mean, there's peppering of my personality and trips and stuff that I take, yeah. but it is a yeah. resume. Like it's not... That, but then again, that's not my lane. For some people, that works for them. And so it's for me, it's about honoring space. And that's what I would yeah. tell anyone with the platform who is feeling the pressure to show up in ways. There are different ways you can do it, right? And there are different ways that you can give back. There are different ways that you can signal boost a, a subject matter or a topic. You don't have to do mm -hmm. what everyone else is doing. You right, can create right. your own blueprint. You can create your own roadmap. And you have to only do, only speak on things and do things that you feel called to do. That would be my Amen. biggest message because you do Amen. not want to be dragging your feet. You don't want to place this expectation because you've, you know, sounded the alarm on every topic this year. And now that you're experiencing mm -hmm. mental fatigue and burnout, there's 10 things that happen in one weekend. And people are like, well, where the hell is so-and-so on their platform because of an expectation that you've set. And right, so that's not to say right. people don't go through ebbs and flows because I know people dedicated to to ringing the alarm who go through. We're human beings. We experience burnout. But my overarching message would be if you don't feel called to do it, don't do it because it, it. it will show up. It will show up. You know, I, th I think I think about that so much because I think I think John's just your question. Like I always have the thought of my, in my head of like to whom are we answering to and when like what when we're called to do it is it that we're called to do it or that someone's calling us to do it because that well I that all the time like if someone's calling for us to do it because if someone's calling for us i'm like to what to like to, to what do i owe you to do this for now and i i, I mean like and, and even like you know, right now i'm thinking like i mean I, i'm really curious with like angelica ts um dominique you know like like we're like we're were, were were they called to or did someone call on them to do it and what would it have looked like for for like for folks who aren't of like 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 for folks who don't have who don't have who like for folks who aren't of the lived trans experiences but of but have the trans language vernacular to have said something instead i mean like, yeah. like in this moment right like i'm like i'm like oh like what like if 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 i had seen it yesterday and not this morning like what would it look like for me to say something versus versus you know versus seeing what ts or dominic posted because i wonder if like if if, if they feel called is it because they feel called because they don't feel like anyone else will actually step up to the plate as well i think that's what it is i think you know and 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 sharp please correct me if i'm wrong but i think that's mm -hmm. a big part of it i think you get so many of these and i say i don't want to say these girls in in a very passive way because they are very powerful voices and we all know what they're capable of of doing and saying and how they say it and how they master it. But I will say that I, I do believe that a lot of folks, specifically marginalized Black trans women, know that no one is going to show up for them in the ways that they show up for everyone else. And so I think that's mm -hmm. why they're like, well, then shit, let me just do it myself. And that but was the reason why. Go ahead. I was just saying what's crazy about, well, I don't know if I should, what's wild about that. I've been trying to change yes. my language. What's Same wild about that. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's wild about that is that is one of the unfortunate universal linking threads that link all black women together, whether you're mm-hmm. cis or trans. Who's yeah. going to show up? Who's? I think that's what, you know, Miss Chuckles said in her video. So it's like <laughs> these things, you know, I just, I don't know. I look at them as like engagement boosting, rage farming, yeah. people profiting from mm. both sides. Uh, but I totally understand. Like I said, people have different triggers. People feel when they feel compelled to respond to something, who am I to judge it? And so I'm like, Gee. go go forth, mm, yeah. and because I know that there might be something sometimes when a spirit tap on mm-hmm, my shoulder, mm-hmm. and I because this happened before. Yes, so Amen. it's Amen. you know it's mm-hmm. um, it is. I hope the needle moves because you know these topics flow in and out so seamlessly. Like I'm sure by mm-hmm. Wednesday we're going to be talking about something else, but I I do have my antenna up about like you know, the growing demographic of TERFs, of Black TERFs, mm. and how insidious, mm. you know, mm. um, how insidious this messaging has has gone. And like, you know, all of the theories, people put on their tinfoil hat, you know, these, you know, a lot of right-wing extremists and Republican lawmakers, not only are they well-organized, <laughs> but they're well-funded. So it ain't yeah, nothing yeah. for them ain't to, to, to uh, write a check to Girl. these Black blogs. Because I've seen a mm-hmm. lot of Black blogs be tools of, you know, anti-trans uh, rhetoric as well. And yeah. anti-gay. And anti-gay. Yeah. So it's yeah. like to speak to like a T.S. Madison or even a Laverne Cox or even an Angelica Ross uh, who do great things, that's never posted. But something like right. this is going to be picked up. Even though you're an entertainment blog, right? Something like this is going to be picked up. T.S. doing, you know, what she's doing will never be picked up. Laverne winning an award will never be acknowledged. But all of the like wild negative, you know, like all of that stuff will be picked up. So I stay away from those as well. Because I, like I said, again, in the name of bigger picture, it's like, like I said, sometimes my tinfoil hat can, can, is on because I do know without a shadow of a doubt that these right-wing Republican lawmakers, some are extremists, they are well-organized and well-funded, mark my words. And they got their Mm -hmm. hands in the pockets of a lot of these content creators who look sway the culture. Amen. Speak on that. Yes. The Mm. truth is shame the devil. And I think that's the, I think that could be something we can, if we want to talk about putting a pin in it, I think a really great point that you just said is that I think a lot of folks remiss. So I wanted to say this real quick and then I'm going to make my point. Oh, I'm sorry. Because I cut you off, right? I'm sorry. No, no, it's cool. No, you didn't (laughs) cut me off. No, I was going to say. I was going to say, I, I and I've said this in so many different facets in the last few few months, that I used to, when I first kind of got into the space of doing, quote unquote, social media stuff, I was positing myself as an activist. And I was just like, I'm not an activist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, this is not... I'm not that girl. Like, I'm not that girl mm-hmm. that's going to organize and, and be out on the streets ready to throw Molotov cocktails, trying to get someone <laughs> to change, you know, a lot. Like, that's just, and, and again, I'm not shading mm-hmm. the girls who are. I just know me and I know how my body is built and I know how I how I move. And so for me, I was, well, you know what? You can be a talking head. You can be a thought leader. There are all these things that you do well. Let's do that. And so I think that that's, I, I love that you say to know yourself because I think so many of us are watching what other people are doing and are trying to find the success that other folks are doing and are not recognizing that you have the success right in front of you, do what works for you. And I think that's why in the last two years, you know, people are like, Dr. John, you're doing so well, you're doing all these things. I think it's really because I'm just kind of finding my lane and saying, 
I know how to say the right things and I know how to talk about things because these things are things I'm passionate about. And I want to inspire other people to have the language and the words to do that too. So let me educate on that. Um, but the other thing I was going to say too is, you know, be the video I had posted earlier this week, you know, where at the end I said, save your energy. All of this shit is calculated. I keep telling people that this stuff you're seeing online, the stuff that you're seeing in these blogs, the stuff that you're seeing that, you know, everyone's so mad about, I'm going, you do know that someone sat down and said, this is going to be a great way for you to get numbers up. This is going to be a great revenue stream. This is going to be a great way for you to get your name in people's mouths. And so that's the reason why I don't tweet. I mean, if you notice, like the one thing I said about this woman was, if you have to put hilarious in your name, it's not true. That was it. <laughs> You know, as, as you're as you're speaking, I'm thinking about yeah. some of the hiccups that have happened this year, right? So to my point, I remember seeing DJ Academics taking posted up with Trump in Vegas. Noriega, uh -huh. who's a former rapper who now runs Drink Champs, that wildly successful, you know, Diddy sponsored it. He's out to lunch with Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Like these things they are like out in the open. And so I also think about, you know, in January, it's something that I spoke up about because again, media literacy is at an all-time low. When that that random Twitter page said that trans women wanted to uh, pull Aretha Franklin's natural woman, scrub yeah, the record of it that. because yeah. it poses mm -hmm. a like, and literally seeing people like Adele Hughley, who has been legitimized somehow, posting this mm. with no source no link. The only people mm -hmm. that ran the story were right-wing publications, and then I mm. think they traced the IP address eventually and got to the bottom of it, and it was like two people, two or three people, like, in Sweden. So it's yeah. like, again, like, that funding of like why you why are you bringing a beloved black american icon into the conversation because it's creating dissension not only just in america it's only just in america and then it's amongst mm -hmm. black americans so mm -hmm. like you mentioned to your point there is a whole web of orchestration going on that we probably don't even know the depth. We only know the surface of girl because mm -hmm. it's very intentional and it's very, it's very violent. Really? That's what it is. It's very yeah. violent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So see, so now that, now, now, now that you said that, Shar, I, there's a question that I was like, Let's skip it. But then I was like, no, 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 because not because like now, now I'm really interested in this because I think that's something I think about so much. I'd love to ask you because I know I haven't had the joy to meet you in person yet, but I know many folks who have and who love you so radically and and, and, and like so wholly, which is not always the case with with some people. Like not not everyone is loved like that <laughs> in person, okay? And so it's so clear. It's so clear that you ooze like you like truly ooze and breathe authenticity whenever space you're in and like given what you just said i'm really i'm really curious to ask this when i think about my, myself all the time as i want to engage more engage more online stuff which is hard because probably is like this this is never is actually real like it's just like it's just all in this app somewhere and that's not actually like real but yet it's also like it also like gets the voice out there it makes money and all these things blah 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 and so i'm curious to ask you like how do you how, how do you avoid the temptation of giving, becoming part of the machine in, in mm. like in that way Oh, that's a good one. Capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, when I, if I'm being wholly honest, mm. I think that I'm, aspects of me are part of the machine by default. T. Mm. And what I mean when mm. I say that is, of course, just my own natural interests and subject matter. Yeah. But the more conversations that I've been having specifically like with community within the past two years alone, 
I realized that uh, certain aesthetic choices, the ways in which I just show up in a room is part of the machine. Mm. Mm. I'm presentable. I am, and I'm using air quotes when I say this. Yeah, I'm for the presentable. people who can't see. I am, yeah. yes. But I'm, I'm everything for the most part that checks off the box of acceptable, yeah, right? people comfortable, mm. yeah. And making mm. people comfortable. Mm-hmm. Shar is not mm-hmm. threatening. She's very round the way type girl. She's, mind mm. you, Shar has opinions. Like Shar ain't no pushover. Shar gonna say- oh, no, you know, nah, I know that. <laughs> I know <laughs> that's right. Like you ain't gonna yeah. get me to do or say anything that I don't want to do or say, because right. again, I'm keenly aware of being responsible with my word and, and knowing that- <laughs> knowing that things will follow you and you can't say, well, I didn't mean that the producer told me to say that girl, you grown as hell. You, you have a choice, <laughs> you know? So, um, right. I think that as far as like on a conscious <laughs> level of, of staying away from, from certain things, I guess keeping people around me that I think are solid people that I trust, you know, my circle has gone through many iterations as most people who live in and around Hollywood does. You know, Hollywood can be very cliquish. I always say this is the most cliquish city I've lived in as an adult. I, I haven't mm. lived in many, but as far as when it comes to groups of people, it's very click, 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 click. But I just mm. think that's part of the culture. On top of that, like, so my my social circles have gone through some some changes and, and they're smaller now, which is greatly to my benefit. Like you don't need like, that's something I have to talk myself off the ledge about. Like, yeah, you always grew up surrounded by, you know, 10 to 12 people. It's okay to just have two. It's okay. Mm. It's it's actually better. It's sweeter to just have two or three, you know, at (laughs) max. And so I think that that, you know, just staying connected to people who are not in the inner of the industry and not in and of Hollywood helps Mm. me keep my head on straight and making sure that I have integrity. That's just really what it is. Making sure I have, like, I've been burned before, you know, by people that I loved and trusted on a professional level. And I'm not the type of girl to get my lick back, so to speak, because I truly Mm. trust and believe and know that you'll get yours in due time. I the the ego is telling me like, (laughs) damn it, you won't have a front row seat to it. But I, I do believe in, in or I might, but I, I do believe in, I think it's Noon's third law of, of motion of like everything you've done to me. You know, Oprah always quotes this. It's said in the color Come purple. Back. Everything you've done to me already been done to you. Amen Meaning now. that you mm. set this ball in motion because energy can never be created or destroyed. It just is. You set a ball mm. in motion or mm. you backstabbed me and I didn't find out mm. or you stepped on my toes to get something or talk someone mm. out of working with me. It's okay because I have full confidence that what has my name on it, can't nobody come in between me and that. Nobody, nothing can Amen. come in between mm. what has Char's mm-hmm. name on it. So Amen. if you managed to come between something that I thought had my name on it, it was never for me to begin with. It was yours. But then you yeah. are going to have to deal with the repercussions that I may or may not be privy to, to witnessing. You the ramifications. Have to deal with the, 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 the ramifications when my the hammer drops. Word. Yeah, And I think that's what keeps me sane and keeps me from acting stupid on people's time or acting stupid mm. in people's faces and also not operating from a, a space of scarcity. There's enough to go around for all of us and it's fine. Amen. People get Amen. things that I really want all the time and it's fine. It's mm-hmm. fine. That's not to say that other we're, we're in Hollywood, baby. Mm. Anything's possible. Mm. So, so that's how I, I think that, so to answer your question in a truncated version, 
in one sentence, I'd say that parts of me are inherently already a part of the machine. And I rattled those off, just inherently part of the mm-hmm, machine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then there are other parts of me that I work to not, you know, I'm sure we've all met that person in Hollywood that is like, Lord, I never want to be that. Amen. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm, or yeah. I never want that said about me. Mm-hmm, I never want to mm-hmm. be anything remotely close to that. Because yeah. that's ugly. Yeah. And I don't mean mm-hmm. physically. That's just ugly. That's ugly yeah. spirited. That's real. That's so real. that's something I've also <sighs> just, I, I keep my cl- cards close to my heart. That's how I manage it. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by uh, Shara Says So Therapy. The new- <laughs> <laughs> no, I've done, the the new Look, I've done a lot of work, okay? I've, yeah, I've you have. Ever that since was- the pandemic, it's been intense therapy, darling. Intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really you can, not, thank and, you. And if I can say this, I know we have not. I mean, we've been in the same spaces a few times in the last few months, but I, can, I, I will say that beginning of the pandemic, Shars light is a very different at, like on the other end of the the the, the pandemic because we're still in a pandemic i think that's what people forget yeah. we're still in one but i i can genuinely say just by listening to you i can tell that there is this this energy and this light that you have um and it's just beautiful to watch and i'm not just saying this to like please don't make me cry i'll try i will say i will <laughs> say this if you know if you know me me and joho have a meeting about our, our about our shows almost every like literally towards the end of the week and we're like, who we're gonna invite who we're gonna ask we're going to talk about there are people that are not welcome here <laughs> you, you, there are names that when they say oh, what about this person no, no. and it's just a hard <laughs> no with a period you're 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 forever welcome here Shar. and i will say like i i mean this with my whole heart it's just you 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 ruminate such a beautiful light into this world and um I don't know. I, I've I've cried with you before, and we've we've had yes. our moments. But um, <laughs> I will say, it's just it's very beautiful to watch you be, and I'm I'm just so grateful that I I know you. I I'm grateful that I know you both personally and professionally. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. The so. feeling is mutual. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. You're Ooh. pushing it. You're pushing it, kid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I, well, well. In, in that case, we going we. We have to take a quick break so Shara some time. Shara some time to uh, recompress herself. Uh-huh, <laughs> um, uh-huh. <and laughs> we'll be back in just a few moments with our segment, How You Healing. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralask pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Get in zone, Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. 
They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. All right, fam, we are back. And this week we're getting to that healing action with how you healing. And I want to ask, really, really, really the both of you here, both of you here, how do you work with disappointment? Because I know this is this is one that happens a lot in the industry. Well, this might be disappointment in family and <laughs> <in> family and <laughs> friends and work, things that may not have gone your way. Whatever comes to mind, I would love for both to hear. I'll start off and then we'll pass it to you with Char, then pass it to John. And for me, I'll try to be brief. I would say I hold disappointment. I typically hold disappointment usually as a result of expectations. And so my process of working through, through disappointment or, or navigating it is actually to, to, is either setting up clear expectations or striving to not have them. And I think about that in terms of like with family and friends, I strive to not have any expectations of family and friends. Like, because yeah. I know that if I put, put them on them, it gives them something to have to like work for. And I don't want them to work for something in our, in our, in our, in our relationship. And, and if I don't communicate to them clearly, then it's not fair. It's, I'm not, I'm not being conducive to, to, the, to the, their success. Now, after hearing what you had said in the last segment, Charlie, like I'm thinking a lot about with work-wise a disappointment. A great thing that I'll be, I'll be taking with me from this conversation is really understanding that even when I believe something is for me, if it does it, if I don't receive it, it actually was never meant to be mine. And, I, I, and that's when I can like going go, going to here. So I really appreciate that. I also think disappointment comes from to me like also comes from like the unknown because I have an intense fear of the unknown, like. The unknown scares me absolutely in every possible way. And so when I say it's not strive to have expectations, it's not to be avoidant, but it's also it's more 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 of a lens for, for me to say it's not for me in my spirit to expect from the unknown. Like I can't expect from something that I don't that I don't know what's actually there. And mm-hmm. so do so by by relinquishing that control that I think I have that I actually never have, it allows me to be just set up for more surprise and curiosity than it does for disappointment. So that, that's how I would say how I process it, but Char, we'll pass to you. Yeah, I mean, th- thank you for that. That was beautiful. Um, I guess I'll do personal and professional as well for me. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is dealing with disappointment, right? Yes. Yes, God. Yes, yes God. Yes, God. So for, <laughs> for me, I'd say I get still. And I get still mm-hmm. when it's, specifically when it's like, when it feels like a domino effect, right? So if, if I'm mm-hmm. keep striving for something professionally and it just keeps not happening for me, I'll get still because maybe I'm meant to do this in another capacity or maybe I'm meant to make a little pivot. So I'll get still with that. When it comes to people though, however, I kind of love what you said about the unknown because I too can be a bit of a control freak as an earth sign and um, (laughs) shout out to my earth gang out there. Yeah. And, um, And, you know, for me, I know that for this year, I've crafted it instead of expecting nothing. I've I've 
crafted my mind to expect nothing but good things, right? Mm. That's that's so subjective. I don't want to to leave it. I don't want to leave it so ambiguous that anything can come in because I don't want that. I want to stay. And I know life is going to life, right? But I, I think that a function of disappointment and just navigating life is how well you can shift your mindset, how well you can challenge yourself to rephrase or reword an experience that you've had. And that's not to take away from the experience, but I think mm-hmm. that we have to be careful with our thoughts because, you know, the thoughts turn into words, the words turn into actions. We're constantly manifesting, right? We're constantly, mm-hmm. these thoughts, we're calling energy into us. And I don't want to get all woo, 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 but I've been on my manifestation and my alchemist kick this year. So I'm yes. really subscribing to this yes. way of thinking of like making sure that I, because you can't, I can't control intrusive thoughts, but making right. sure that that I am being very intentional about certain things. And I do have expectations on family and friends. I certainly do. If you have that title in my life, I expect for my friends to be loyal to me. I expect for my friends to be trustworthy. I expect for my mm. friends to be responsible. I expect for us to have that thread that links us together to make us friends. We share some degree of the same moral comp- compass, right? Like, right, so I do right. have certain expectations. I, ex- But like, there's people in my life, like my siblings and, you know, my parents and stuff where I've been challenged to just accept people for who mm. they are. Like, and that's mm. not, no one's done anything horrible. Like, but as siblings, like we all, well, anyone with siblings knows that your sibling will get on your nerves. There are time and time again, your sibling will get on your nerves, especially if you're still in community with them. And, you know, because there's some yeah. people who are estranged <laughs> from siblings. Yes. But I am very much mm-hmm. so in community with my sisters. And there are things that both of mm-hmm. them do that get on my damn nerves. And I'm sure there is plenty that I do that gets on their nerves. But I've come to just be like, look, I can't. This is who she is, okay? I know what to expect of her. I want her in my life. I love her. And I know that I also cannot expect this of her, so I'm not even going to ask of it. So (laughs) I think that that's how that shows up for me. And I, I, like you mentioned in the earlier segment, I talked about how I deal with career disappointment. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. But I've been carried, and I remind myself that I live a very charmed life. And I've done a lot. I've been in LA for nine years and I have done a lot of of amazing things and met a Amen. lot of amazing people within mm-hmm. those nine years. So it all goes back to, again, reframing the things that I might tell myself or restructuring my thought pattern to make sure that even if I'm squeezing for my life to get that one drop of goodness or that one drop of positivity, that it's always there so that I can make it to the next day. Mm. I feel Otherwise, like this I'm episode- a spiral. I know that's right. I was going to say this episode should be uh, sponsored by OWN. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've already made two Oprah references. It's it's still such a good episode. It really is such a... It's just such a like, like I can see somebody sitting down listening to this episode. Like, let me just get my padlet out so I can take some notes. Cause this is like, this is a very noteworthy episode. Um, oh, well, thank mm-hmm. you. I, I love, I, I love this question. Um, I, I, I would love it. I'm the one who, who brought it up. But what I will say is that I think it's, it's, it's something to constantly like revisit and even in my own self, right? Like, um, I think it's, it's important because, you know, one, me and Shar have had this conversation 
often. Um, we've not only experienced it, but we constantly have talked about it in so many different iterations. Um, and I think because I'll say this too, like I think because people see who you're with, what rooms you're in, what you're doing, what's going on around you, right? People think, oh, you have all these big-ish things happening to you. They discount how hard it is or how much you pour yourself into making those things happen. Um, mm -hmm. And so when something you really want ducks out on you, like, that shit is, like, it's hard. Um, and so I think the thing that my therapist has really helped me understand is that I think we rush to kind of get over the disappointment. I think in our lives, mm. it's kind of like, okay, that bad thing happens, you get over it. And I say this often about marginalized, specifically Black and queer people. We oftentimes are not given the space and the time to really process our feelings because it's like, girl, you still got work to do. You got to keep your lights on. You got to keep your apartment. You got to keep Mutton, you know, you gotta keep food in your fridge. Like, we don't get a chance to process it. And I think what has really helped me is to recognize that my disappointment is val valid and valuable for my own healing, right? Like, it's important for me to process it so that way I'm not carrying that into the things that are meant for me. Um, but I also think, too, like, I think the next thing is to remind yourself that just because people don't see you or your vision doesn't mean it's not important. And I think that's something I've been really sitting with, right? Like, so I even talk, I mean, I know I talk a lot about this show, but this show has been such a beacon of light for me because this show had been something ever since 2017. I kept saying, I want a podcast. I want a really good podcast. I want to have a great podcast. And for years, it didn't happen. And for years, I was pitching it and all of these different things. And then when I pitched it to iHeart, and it hit, I was like, oh, okay, this is the door I'm supposed to go through. And now I have mm -hmm. all the right people connected to it and it's moving the way I want it. And so just because something may not happen in 2016 or 2017 doesn't mean in 2023 that it's not going to be a success. And so that's something I've been really sitting with um, and really just kind of telling myself lastly that I will keep this, you know, kind of saying this until the cows come home, the right people will see you in your vision like mm -hmm. disappointment mm -hmm. will keep coming mm -hmm. but the right people mm -hmm. who see what you're doing and know what 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 especially in this world who know you're going to make them money they'll they'll they will tag on to you they will say okay i see that vision there I i'm gonna go ahead and get it before somebody else does because i have had people reach out to me and say i really wish we would have signed you know you for our show or i wish oh, we could have had you on our network mm. and i'm like okay well three years ago when i wasn't what i heart you could have been in my inbox but here we are um but i will also say too that you struck a nerve i'm gonna say this publicly Shar, because I'm sitting here looking at these strikes and I'm looking at this industry and all the stuff going on and I'm going, well, it's been year six. So <laughs> I think I might have to end up wrapping this up. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this anymore. And maybe we'll do a show about that a little later down the line about uh, these, the, the strikes and, and how we feel about all of that and all of that to be said. But anyway, all that to be said, um, in the spirit of Oprah, um, and now that she has gotten us all, we have to take another black fat break. But when we get back, we are going to hit y'all with your favorite segment more in a sec. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. 
Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic with an STP Extended Life Oil Filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. All right, so since I gooped Jordan last week, I'm going to go ahead and go first with, uh, uh, <laughs> with the Yes Man Love. You truly really did with the flip it and reverse it. I was Jordan, like, I was me? like, you go first and Jordan was me? like, uh, <laughs> The one time I was unprepared, I was like, oh, oh all of a sudden, I'm going to go first now. <laughs> so this week, I'm going to go ahead and keep it, keep it standard and normal. I'll go first and then we'll throw it to you, Char. Um, and then we'll go ahead and throw it to Joho. Um, my Yes Ma'am this week, um, I'm definitely going to start out by giving Corrine Jean-Pierre um, really just her flowers in the sense of her being not only honored by Outfest as the inaugural achievement award for press and media, but it, um, I also wanted to shout out everybody who was connected to the press initiative that they had. Um, I know my friend Crit was actually a part of it too. And so there's been a couple of folks who are connected to it. And I'm just very, very happy that folks like Outfest and a lot of other queer organizations are really doing their best to try to make sure that black you know, black, fat, femme, non-binary, however folks identify other than the quote-unquote standard are out there getting their flowers. Um, I also say that Outfest has a very special place in my heart because they have always supported and uplifted my voice as a black Mm -hmm. queer creator. And because of them, there have been so many people that I was associated with through Outfest that actually led me to connect with my now agent. So um, I'm really, really excited and thankful for Outfest and all that they do for us. So that's my yes ma'am this week. My no man Pam. So I initially was supposed to talk about this last week, and I thought I did, but I didn't talk about <laughs> it on air. I talked about it to you in one of our meetings, Joho. <laughs> so all that to be said, for those of you who do or don't know, by the time you hear this, it will probably be a couple of weeks since I've been back from North Carolina. Um, but for those of you who know, a couple of weeks ago, I was in North Carolina for Campus Pride. Shout out to everybody who's connected to Campus Pride. Um, one of the things about being at Campus Pride, for those of you who don't know, um, Camp Pride is a, is a thing that happens in North Carolina. It's basically for those who work um, in any form of doing 
basically making sure that the babies, and I say the babies at college campuses, have all the resources and the information that they need for action plans to make sure they're doing good work on their campuses. All that to be said, there is a lot of DoorDash that gets ordered that week when I'm mm-hmm. there, basically because I'm on a college campus for the week. Um, and um, yeah, I, 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 I had two DoorDashers steal my food. Two. What? <laughs> like on two separate orders? Two though? Yes. A two. Oh my God. I had oh, two baby. DoorDashers steal my food. And so I, for my no man Pam, just want to say this. I am not here. I'm not going to go through the full story. I'm basically just going to say I got to my hotel, ordered my food, called the girl. She basically said I set it down in the lobby. There was no, like the way that the hotel was set up, there's no real way for her to leave it in the lobby because the lobby is on the second floor. And so if it was on the second floor, that means that she had to have been buzzed in by the person to go up to the second floor. And when I went down to the first floor to ask the person where my food was, he said that he never saw her. So I knew she stole my He's food. A, baby girl, unless you have the schematics of the whole, of the whole <laughs> okay. hotel, don't like, try and play me in my face. Yeah, you can't lobby. play in my face. This Marriott and the way it's set up is that you can't come in on the first floor unless you're valeting. So you had to have come up to the second floor and he had to give you access. So when I text her and said, hey, baby girl, where's my food? She comes talking about, oh, I set it down. And I said, no, you can't, you couldn't have, you couldn't have. The way, so then you would say order was dropped off for the picture. Right, and right. You, picture, you so couldn't have. So all that to be said, before I go off on a more of a tangent, I just basically want to say, like, I understand times are hard. I know people are hungry. I know that DoorDash doesn't pay. And and, and this is my call to action for people who are DoorDashing and for people who are postmating and all that. Please tip the people that are, are, are bringing your food because that makes it even more complicated for them when they don't have their tips and whatever they need mm-hmm. in order to bring mm-hmm. you your food. That's something for a whole nother conversation. But if you're hungry, just tell me. You could yeah, just n- n- nothing's worse. <laughs> Let me ask you really quickly. I know this is your show, but I don't know if you saw the. Uh, I don't know if you saw the guy that got upset. Uh, he he oh, delivered with a pizza, pizza, and she yeah. left. Him. What are you, what are your thoughts when people get upset if you give a tip and it is the I guess the 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 minimal required for the appropriate tip? You know, because he was upset. I, he was hot. I will say so. I think in his mind it was I'm. You you left me the bare minimum of a tip and you have this big ass house and I'm out here doing DoorDash, bringing you your food. You could have given me more money. I'm in the mind of you don't know people's situations. Thank you. I was just about so, to say, how you know she wasn't house sitting or, ba- right. or the babysitter? Mm-hmm. Who's to say she was right. the homeowner? Yeah, you don't know the full story. And, I, and I'll say this too. There are a lot of girls who out here driving Bentleys who on a McDonald budget. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> let's, let's name it, right? We live in LA. We know what it's like. There are a lot oh, of people gosh, yes. who are faking yep. the funk. No yeah. shade to them. Get, get get it how you live it, right? Like that that that's that's my thing. You can do what you want to do over there. As for me, I can afford the Lexus I drive. I'm just saying, but I'm just saying, <laughs> no, I'm I'm being real. Like I know my budget. I can afford a Lexus. However, there are girls who drive really expensive cars and. I know that they're doing GoFundMe's for people to help. I mean, again, it is what it is. But my thing is, is that he had no right to like come at her the way that he did. Yeah. Because of the tip. His own but personal. I, that's why we can't be so reactionary right, with everything. Mm-hmm. Right. My thing was, I just wish she would have told me, look, I took it. I, 
would have been like, okay, girl, no problem. I would have been in with you. I would have worked. Get your life. I would have went right. you one too and call that a good day. I would have said I never received it and we both would have been frustrated. When you factor in those delivery fees and then you're already waiting like 40 minutes for probably something you could have ran up the road and got yourself for yourself in 10 minutes. Yeah. And you got your mouth set. I would, baby, <laughs> the way my mouth was set for that TGI Fridays, <laughs> the way I was waiting on that strawberry lemonade to touch my oh. tongue, a girl when it said that it didn't come, my whole heart, oh, what a moment that was so you, I, you, I, to me. Your money was taken and you had an empty stomach. That's crazy. That's the way you was robbed. That's the problem of food and money. Ooh, I'd be so hot. Oh, I was hotter than fish grease. But I'm just saying, please don't. If you need help, there's there's help out there. Let us know. Ooh. What about you, Shar? It's your turn. Go for it. What's your yes, ma'am, and no man Pam this week? So my yes, ma'am, goes to. I mean, you just brought up uh, Outfest, and I've been mm-hmm. looking forward to this documentary since since May when I first met with Neca, who's the, oh, yeah, the filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. And so there's this fantastic documentary, and you know this is coming from me. I'm endorsing this as a former church girl. Don't hurt nobody. Yes. But it's titled, <laughs> Good girl, it's yes. titled "Truth Be Told," and it takes a bold and honest look at the culture behind the walls of the black church. And when I say the yeah. black church, I mean the black church as an institution uh, with all denominations: mm-hmm. AME, Kojic, mm-hmm. Baptist. And it speaks to the relationship between queer and trans people in the church, you know, cis women in the church. But it it mainly focuses on the LGBTQ plus community as a whole, Mm, uh, especially those of us who were church kids who grew up singing in the choir and on the junior Mm. usher board and all of that protocol. And I thought that it's just such a beautifully well done documentary. And there are still people who have been rejected by that building who are adamant about their love for specifically within the umbrella of Christianity, their relationships to Jesus, their relationship to God as they understand it. And I Mm. thought that, yeah, it just was so well done. I cannot wait. I don't know the the details as to when it will be available to everyone, but the screening that I saw, it features interviews from Cedric the Entertainer and Tashina Arnold, Mm. Warren and Erica Campbell, David and Tamla Mann, Kev on stage, Mm. and Mm. interviews from like the everyday person. I just thought it was so well done. So I want to shout out NECA and Outfest and Truth Be Told. It's just such a beautiful doc. It was it was it was really good. I that was one of the ones that I got a chance to see and cover, and I will give that. Yeah, it was very very yeah, good. Yeah, I, I teared up a little bit, and mm-hmm. also Billy Porter's up in there too. Oh my doing gosh, the good talk. Billy, <laughs> Billy Porter's talk. I mean, Ooh. Billy's gonna talk, but that scene had me down. I and people are gonna have to reckon with down. it. They're gonna have to yeah. reckon with mm. it. Like these are conversations that are not going on anywhere. I mean, yeah. they're not going anywhere, and it makes me think of. The good old days of Twitter when, um, and I think you can still search this, it's hashtag church hurt. And it's mm-hmm. stories mostly yeah. from cis women, um, cis het women, I should say, mm-hmm. or, you know, queer and trans people mostly. And and if you're in the mood to to see, I guess, or get a little preview as to something as, as to what you could expect when this documentary is available to you, my dear listener, um, check out <laughs> hashtag church hurt. And my no man, Pam, I mean, it's kind of broad, but it's for the (laughs) ongoing, never ending culture wars. And we kind of talked about this, you know, with Miss Chuckles, you know, she (laughs) she's one of many. But 
I mean, and, and like I said, I talked about this at the top of the show. It's it's one of those things where, you know, the bigger picture is, Kim, people are dying. People are dying. <laughs> and we're doing this social media engagement. And I'm not saying don't show up or don't stand up for yourself. I'm not saying that because, like I said, even I do it. But there's something so cyclical about some of these talking points. And it even goes back to, like, those toxic cis th- Like, every day on social media... I have seen specifically on Twitter, I'll say, because I don't really mm-hmm. tweet on Elon's Twitter anymore, but I will hop on <laughs> and see what people are talking about. And it mm-hmm. seems like within the gay community in particular, people co- conversations around colorism and fat phobia are happening every day and we're not mm-hmm. getting anywhere. No one's getting anywhere. But every mm-hmm. day there's a new reason to be mad. Tired of seeing it. Who's you know, how much was it the money? How much is it on a date? Who should pay for a date? That's oh gosh, one. yes. I was about to say the cis head side with the two hundred dollar dates, but they've moved on. The the homophobia <laughs> that has popped up with women calling men sassy and these tweets. As a man, why are you ordering a strawberry lemonade? I'm tired of it. Oh, I'm tired my. of men like every man from Jonah Hill to Kiki's baby daddy. That there's millions of them. These are just the yeah. two most recent examples. But men doing this weaponizing therapy speak and trying to control women. And so it's just like these never ending. I don't know if people are that damn bored, but I wish we could get to a place where we and I might be romanticizing the past, but I remember coming together, even if people didn't like, like, it makes me think of TGIT, Shondaland Thursdays. Like, can we oh get my back God. to a space yeah. where we're talking culture or watching a show yeah. together? I remember I used to live tweet award shows. That was, that brings, that's such a happy memory of me mm-hmm. and social media. And that's not to take away from all of the great things that social media has birthed, but the current state of social media and the current state of culture wars, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. engage because I don't want that on my psyche. Life right. is so mm-hmm. much more beautiful without engaging in the tit for tat that keeps happening on social media day in and day out with the same topics, wash, rinse and repeat, wash, rinse and repeat. So that's my no man, Pam. I'm challenging you, dear listener, again, from me to you. If you are, yes. Or, or as the Porsche clip says, y'all, t- y'all ain't trying to talk about this. Y'all want some lip gloss. Like yeah, it's the same like, stuff. So I challenge yeah. you to either intro a new topic or read a book. I'm smack dab <laughs> in the mid- middle of Elliot Page's memoir and I'm enjoying it. So yeah. it's like, find a, I had to reroute because I didn't really, you know, you don't realize how active you are on social media until you right. make a conscious effort to not be active on it. Mm-hmm, so I've had to find mm-hmm. different things to fill that void for me. And it's worked out because people are miserable and I yeah. feel like they're recruiting people to their miserable camp, you know, yeah. by the droves. Like yeah. everybody is, and they have every right to be, but I'm just, I, I want us to vibrate a little higher and <laughs> mic drop. I'm done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Sorry. I just, I'm just taking it all in because it, yes, just, yes. Everything you said, Char, yes. Let's, let's all just vibrate I'm a little tired. higher. Thank you for that. <laughs> <sighs> Um, my <laughs> my yes man fan this week, y'all. Um, my yes man fan just goes to the just goes to the Barbie movie because it is truly a fantastic film in my opinion. And I'll, but I will I will also I'll put like an asterisk there of like it's a fantastic film if it's like like, like if you just watch it to enjoy it. Like it's it's an, it really is incredibly layered and nuanced and complex. It has a really interesting themes in the film, but like all but like also like. It's like I mean, like it's a film. About, it's a film about the Barbie doll. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
it's a, it's, yeah. it's a film about the Barbie doll. But it really is a, it really is a fantastic film. I have a few slight critiques, particularly around buddy size diversity, but again, it's a Barbie doll, so I can't, I can't have it. I don't have expectations of what bodies will look like. Although there was there was one plus size body, so I'll give it that. Now it was like you know what, I'm go off this maybe two maybe two point five if you count. If you count, maybe. Um, but the array of Barbies and Kins in this film was really interesting. The storytelling, the, like the storytelling, like like structurally as a film, the, the, the like the shots, cinematography, like it was a truly, a truly fantastic film as it was campy. The casting was perfect to me, and the and the nuanced scenes of the film were so so clever. Um, Margot Robbie and America Ferrera are acting in this film. Like Ooh. people just talk, people just going off about Ryan Gosling, and I'm like. It's Ryan Gosling. Like, like how the movie's just his abs. Like, he, he's fine. Like, I love it all. But, like, Margot Robbie and America Ferreira are acting. And I love America Ferreira. I was like, my girl's not seen the big screen in quite some time. I was very excited <laughs> to see her. She was putting in the fucking work. Margot Robbie, this all this, this Australian girl's out here doing the fucking work. The, she was giving tears. I was like, girl, these tears are right. Also, Issa Rae as President Barbie, say less. Everything needed and more. And honestly, I will watch this movie again. Again, again, it's a movie that I can feel like I can watch any season. I thought it was really fun, really campy. Also, Issa Rae on this press tour is giving me everything I needed more. <laughs> like, there is, I just, I'm like, I'm like, is she, if people haven't, like, she's a star. She, she may she's not the star of the film, but she's the star of the press tour for sure for me. And it is just everything. So, just give him to that. I also give a shout to A24 Films. One of the larger, one of the larger independent production companies or studios allowed to produce films, which makes me love them even more because they agreed to every demand um, from the from Sagafra and the union, and not none of them saying oh, it was actually easy to say yes, which yep. leads into my no man Pam along that line. Another no man Pam of studios that have that have called the union terms unrealistic because of these independent studios can agree to it, ain't no reason why y'all can't either. Like yep. it for literally said. Say less, we got it. It obviously is not that difficult. So yeah. all the BS reasons why y'all say it's unrealistic, keep it and keep yeah. it. I, I, I will say this, and then I know what we have to wrap. I seeing them, sh- the, the whole tree thing, has really, really irked me in a way. That was just like, and I, I mean, I don't know. Like I so for a long earlier, time, everything is orchestrated around yeah. something. Like yeah, wow. For wow. a long time, I really wanted, like, my dream was I would love to work for Universal. I'd love to do something with them. And seeing this whole thing play out about what, I don't know, Shar, your face is giving question mark of, like, what's happening. No, no, no. I, I've seen, I've heard okay. what Bob Iger had to say. Okay, and I read the cool. quote okay. from the anonymous exec on Deadline. I, like, it's I just, terrible. It, 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 it's, it's, like I said, it's really making me pull back and asking myself, is this something you genuinely want to kind of do you want to make a career out of it you won't know till you get it I, but you, you get what i'm know. saying though right but i'm just yes, saying a lot i of, do i yeah. do get and in the in the vein of that i was watching uh um um uh, amanda seals interview ananda lewis uh-huh. and both of them mentioned that when they had their shows like ananda lewis had the ananda lewis show and amanda seals mm-hmm. was on the reel that was the most depressed they had ever mm. been in their entire lives or careers, which wow. got me to think, and I brought that up in the same vein as like what you just mentioned, because mm. it's like, oh, I want to be on The View. I want the Sharjah Cell Show. I still want all these things. But it's mm. like, at what cost? Like that really sat with me. Yeah. They fought so hard to get this dream. And then when you get it, it's mm. nothing what you imagine it would be. People pulling puppet strings, trying to control you. And now you end up 
Amanda mm -hmm. Seals said, you know, I mean, not a, yeah, Amanda Seals, this is a trigger warning, self-harm, but she was like, you know, had some ideation. I'll put it that way when it's she real. was on the real. That's how bad it was. It's so real. I'm like, God damn, what's going on? Yeah, you, and that's real. So just to say new all levels, that to say, devils. Yeah, I can definitely that, have, it, attest and affirm that some, mm -hmm. that sometimes the things you think you want. And I mean, John knows the things I've, that I've chased for this past few years that I thought would make me happy. They're actually not make me happy. Ooh, yep. So that's a whole know. other show, baby. That's a we whole other okay. show. <laughs> We're already at one twenty-five, okay. and I know the engineers are gonna be like, "Wrap it up, girl. Y'all gotta get out of here." <laughs> so, with that being said, we, Char, we are definitely gonna have to bring you back so we can have that conversation <laughs> soon because it's real and it's out there. Um, but for everyone else, please send us your thoughts, your feedback, and your emails over to Black Fat pod at gmail.com you can also send us your thoughts via social media by interacting with our post um via instagram and twitter by using the handle black fat Fem pod also we are loving all the mail we are getting yes we are getting more yes, mail thank you so you. much for sending it we will be doing a mailbag q a kind of quick episode in the next couple of weeks so definitely be on the lookout for that but with that being said thank you for sending your love um we also love the compliments and also to a reminder please send your recipes for um you know our what's on your plate section we are definitely looking for those as well with that being said char let the dolls know where they can find you Yes. You can find me at Char Says So across all platforms. And that's Char with an S. Char Says So. Okay. Everywhere. I know that's <laughs> right. Queen Joho, where can the dolls find you? Of course, my loves. You can find me at Joho Daniels across the entire sea of socials, including threads if you are on that new app as well. Joho Daniels. Okay, I'm trying yeah. to get into it and I'm struggling a little bit, but she's here. She's on it. The first two <laughs> days of threads, I was like, oh, I'm in this. I'm unhinged. Then I was like, I'm unbothered. And I just haven't. Same with Spiel. So, I'm trying to keep up with. I'm trying to get into going it. back to Twitter. We all yeah. keep going. Back going to the I know the way I keep looking at the app. I'm like, okay, but not though because because what once that bird becomes an X on my phone, I'm like, I'm done with this. I'm just going word on the curve is that he can't. Oh, you're you right because because it's illegal. Yeah. You're right. You're right. He can't do it. Yeah. Yes. Really? We'll uh, talk about that off ready. air because I hadn't heard about this. Oh, okay. yeah. We got it. happened yeah. today, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But really, though, I really, I, I really should, uh, I really should uninstall in Twitter so I can just go on threads. But Same. like a thread, y'all, you may find me unraveling in real life. So if you see me, <laughs> please buy me a coffee or maybe pay my mortgage. I am tired. So really? please just help us this out. <laughs> <laughs> With that, yes. God, honey, Hell, what did he say? I'm gonna keep saying it. Support me, bitch. Yes. <laughs> Support me, bitch. Yes. <laughs> Support me, bitch. Yes. Well, with that being said, by the time you hear this episode, it will have been my birthday. So please, send happy birthday! Happy birthday! You're on the 28th, right? Happy birthday! 29th. I knew it was one of those days. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I got a lot of Leo friends. You're gonna be I'm living your life out. on a cruise ship, baby. I will be I'm on the cruise. So excited for you. So by the yes. time you hear this episode, I will be back and refreshed and full of all the ice creams. Yes, from <laughs> I'm gonna helicopter into it and be like, it's your birthday, bitch. Yes, God. But you can honestly catch me in the ace. Huh? October, October 10th. 
Sorry, I want to. I, I want to. Oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with the Leo Libra podcast. Okay, okay. okay. Continue your outro. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry. It works. It actually really works. Um, I was yeah. gonna say my outro. You can catch me in the AC. It's too damn hot. Um, as you all may have heard in this episode, there are a lot of all of us got our AC on. So if you feel a way about it, send your notes to somebody else who cares because I'm not about to sweat. Uh, but in the meantime, you can catch me at Dr. John Paul on socials and you can visit my website at www.drjohnpaul.com. We want to thank our supervising producers, Rebecca Ramos and Bay Wang, for the for handling all the logistics, as well as our executive super producer, Anna Hassian, everyone over at iHeart for keeping this show up and running. We would also like to shout out our wonderful audio engineer, Chris Rogers, because without him, there's what? No show. This has been another one. Thank you for listening. And remember, protect your peace, even if it means making other people uncomfortable, honey. I love us for real. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. Today's episode is brought to you by The American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, The American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.